0: The force welcome back to get real the podcast where we get real about all of your favorite pop culture movies and tv shows my name is sam and with me as always is my episode two to my episode one chris Excellent. I didn't know where that intro was going, but <laughs> you <laughs> said you it's come very... Up with a very good intro for this. Is that something you're going to be able to repurpose for future episodes? Um, uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it it was very much based on the context of episode two of The Mandalorian. Oh, okay, but I was going to. Uh, what was it now? Um, with me as always is my egg guzzling, adorable little egg- baby chasing. <laughs> co host Ooh, Sam. egg, egg guzzling. guzzling. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Egg, egg chomping, egg guzzling, egg swallowing. I don't know. Jeez. egg guzzling, egg, egg right. munching. Anyway, this so is 8 we episode... We're going to talk about episode two of the Mandalorian and a couple of other bits and bobs because it's a little bit bleak in terms of uh, movie stuff, isn't it? Nothing week? has happened. Literally, nothing has happened. <laughs> I've got some very minor headlines. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, we've got we, the, the show must go on as people say. We've got to carry on with this, haven't we? So, yeah. I, I think I'm clipping as well to be fair. That's no good, is it? Oof. Very unprofessional, Oof. Sam. Very unprofessional. Anyway, um what have you been watching this week, Chris? Still rewatching Always Sunny. Started rewatching Community. Mm-hmm. Um season 8 of Modern Family came on. Uh, Netflix, so we binged through that. But last night I did watch Borat's subsequent movie film. Okay, finally got round to seeing it. That is so fun. Well, we could probably it's talk so about fun. that on this episode, right? We could probably talk. We could about... talk about it a bit. Yeah, yeah, we already discussed it a bit. We could uh, we could fly through it for. A... Do you want to talk about a couple minutes of it now? Then uh, and then we will dive into the news and stuff. Should we move on to it before we talk about Mando? Maybe like put it in the uh, put it in like the main. Yeah, section. we'll we'll do news and then we'll do a little bit of Borat. Yeah. Then we'll... Yeah, cuz I I didn't realize because it's that, ve- so. it's very it's very topical for oh, to what's just topical. happened in the world. Yeah, it's extremely <laughs> topical. Okay. Um what else have I been watching? I feel like I've watched something else. Um Charlotte wanted to start watching kind of a holiday-esque movie, so we watched The Holiday. um and Jude Law just needs to like chill you know what I mean (laughs) like I I said to Charlotte I was like do you think this was like cast and written by like a woman um or something like that or directed by a woman because it's like Jude Law's not attractive enough in this scene oh wait he pulls out glasses and puts on glasses. Now he's the charming, <laughs> single, divorce, uh, not divorced, widowed dad wearing glasses, Amazing. trying to swoon Cameron Diaz. It's like, come on now. He doesn't need anything else to be attractive. <laughs> it's like Henry Cavill. It's like, just stop now. Yeah, literally. You don't need to put effort into making him attractive. He just is, okay? Literally. <laughs> literally. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I watched something else, but it's just not come into my mind. I, I, I was still watching horror films last weekend, so... Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it feels. so what have long you been ago? watching? Feels so long ago. It does. Halloween. It does. We've had bonfire night now. I also, know. I was I was talking about this. How weird is it for Britain as a country to still have a holiday celebrating a would-be terrorist? And you just get your kids around to burn an effigy of a human man on a fire. <laughs> Isn't that just such a bizarre fucking thing that when we celebrate really over here? When you think about bonfire night. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit that that, isn't it? You basically celebrate uh, in, like, almost terrorism. And then you all put a Guy Fawkes mask on as anonymous, and it's like... <laughs> you take down a totalitarian <gasps> that's what we should have done this week we should have covered v for vendetta because it was bonfire oh, night Oh, we've missed oh. it Right, we right we're gonna end this episode go watch v for vendetta and then come back <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've watched it enough times i can talk about it give me any alan moore property and i'll talk your ear that's off about another it. film that i've never watched v for vendetta you've not seen v for oh bro no bro such a good film terrible terrible host me absolutely uh. awful Right, we need to actually do a series where we just make Sam watch films that he's not seen. <laughs> we need to watch, make you watch The Godfather. Yeah, literally. Literally, I need to watch all these classics. Uh, right, I mean, yeah, is that everything you've What have watched? you been watching? What uh, have you been watching? So I've watched... Uh, I, well, I continued with The Walking Dead. So I finished yep. I finished season eight now. Um, So we're eight out of ten. Where I finished. So I've watched the end of the Negan arc... So you think. yeah. So you think the, anyway. yeah the 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 finale standoff between Negan and Rick under the tree yeah very good yeah actually that uh, episode, that was the last episode I ever watched <laughs> that episode very good very good it was very like good. me my my girlfriend hasn't watched it for ages right and we sat down and like I was watching it and then she was like really getting distracted because of like how just how good it was and. Um, yeah we would i was genuinely really surprised with the way it went and the fact that that little twist at the end of that episode with uh, um I don't wanna in case anyone decides to go watch it, but um what basically helps them win that fight was yeah. like yeah pretty good, pretty good um but yeah uh other than that, what I've been watching, I watched um oh, I watched peanut butter Falcon, oh yes. Very this good. Such a good film. A very good film. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf is very good in that. And isn't it so just endearing as well? Yeah, like, like such a like, feel good film at the same time. Yeah. You yeah. feel so positive coming out of it. Yeah, I loved oh. it. I loved it. It's it's an amazing film. It's It's the only time I've enjoyed a uh, what is it, Dakota Johnson? It's mm-hmm. the only time I've ever enjoyed one of her performances. Yeah, and um that uh, the the guy the the guy who plays the kid is Zach Gots um yeah yeah incredible like so oh, funny yeah. he absolutely owns that film and just kills it like right at the beginning where he's like running out of the house and he's got like yeah. you know he's just got his boxers on and he's like he's like <laughs> lubed in way his way through those bars <laughs> yeah absolutely incredible like yeah such a it good ju- film. he just melts your heart throughout it. Yeah. Um, yeah, amazing. C- couldn't recommend it more, to be fair. Especially if you just wanted a nice easy watch. Because we just wanted to watch something quite, you know, quite easy. You're not having to pay too much attention to what's going on. And yeah, it's brilliant. Uh what else have I been watching? I'm currently halfway through Just Mercy. Um, which okay. is the um uh Michael Jordan and Jamie Foxx and Brie Michael Larson. B. Jordan, not Michael Jordan, the Basketball player, <laughs> it's it's B for basketball, right? Michael basketball, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, basket basketball. I thought I Michael thought it was the same person. Joke. Is it not? Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it not? I, I thought he. I thought he quit <laughs> playing basketball to become an actor. Sorry, yeah, my mistake. I got it all mixed up. Oh, yeah, I forgot that world idiot. famous. <laughs> trying to what, make what, me sound like What was it? Like Five <laughs> times winning. NBA superstar Michael Jordan played Eric Kilmonger. I forgot that. I, I got mixed up. It's my bad. I hold my hands up. I'll admit it. <laughs> oh, God. How, how could you have been so silly? Anyway, no, we, we're fully well, aware. Well, how did they leave that out of the last dance documentary as well? The fact that it was like a massive movie star other than just Space Jam. I mean, come on. Look, we're fully aware it's not the same people. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Why didn't they cast Michael B. Jordan in the Space Jam sequel? If oh. he's not in it, they've missed a fucking massive trick there, haven't they? Oh, of course. Just so are like, "Oh, we've got Michael Jordan back," <laughs> but it's the different Michael Jordan. It's uh, my it's Michael Basketball Jordan, not. not, the, <laughs> not the... <laughs> Just wait for him to start a film about baseball, and it's Michael Base. <laughs> I nearly said basketball. You know, basketball. <laughs> Basket, oh. Basketball is. Um, a film by the guys that make South Park. It's a comedy film. You should have Michael A. Jordan, Michael Actor Jordan, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, Michael Basketball Jordan, and you can't get Michael him mixed C. Up Jordan. He's a um, clinical psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Jordan for every letter of the alphabet. What's my? Is it Michael C. Oh, what's the? What's the fame Michael? Is it Michael C. Hall? Michael C. Hall. Yeah, I'm Michael C. Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Serial Killer with a C. I was thinking of John C. Riley. <laughs> anyway, yeah, just mercy. I'm about halfway George through George W. It. Bush, yeah. I'm about halfway through it. Uh George Whitehouse Bush. <laughs> Sorry. I, just, I couldn't I couldn't carry on with what I was doing until i I'd, uh, I'd done that. So. Oh my god. I think this is the most I've ever laughed on one of these podcasts. This is like the biggest the biggest of preambles that's got off uh, t- off <laughs> off topic. <laughs> It wasn't as bad as the preamble that we recorded before we started recording Well, yeah, I was talking about Star Wars D&D for, like, ten minutes, for God's sake. We, anyway. should probably, we should probably delete that and start the podcast. Yeah, we should probably do it because it's a killer up pod. Anyway, right. Okay, uh, check out Get Real Gaming if you want to talk about gaming. Yeah, that's what they're there for. Wait, Did you wait. like that? Did you like that? We don't talk about gaming on here why would we Segway. talk about gaming on there anyway um yeah just mercy seems pretty good um yeah i'm uh, i'm really enjoying that as well um obviously my well, performance <laughs> is good performance is very good michael fox in it as well uh, is michael fox in it i don't know who's the person he's representing He's representing Jamie Fox, no, not Michael Fox. Jamie Fox. Oh right, I've got Michael, <laughs> Michael F. Jordan. Michael Fox Jordan. <laughs> oh sorry, Jamie. <laughs> That's who I was getting mixed up with. Jamie Fox with the double X. <laughs> Jamie Fox. Yeah. Jeez. They're not. My quite... head is mashed after after all the Michael Jordan. They're talk. not quite. They're not quite. Uh, not safe Election. for work. Jamie Fox. He's like one X away <laughs> from being. <laughs> Softcore, my. Softcore, Jamie Fox. What is <laughs> oh, God. There's right. no news to cover. There's not really a, no, like a lot a to cover. It's a comedy podcast, but it's yeah. just bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go on as watch me should name the podcast. Oh, I like I like the pun. I like it. Anyway, it's a good film. It's good. It's got Michael good. B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson. It's got uh, Tim Blake Nelson, who you know from Watchmen and The Ballad of Buster yeah scruggs from netflix he's in it um yeah it seems good i'm excited to finish it um yeah right i think that's everything i've been watching uh other than continuing on the walking uh, you know what by next week i might be able to give you my verdict on um the full or well, maybe not because season 10 isn't actually on amazon prime Which is a bit sad. Uh, I'm taking suggestions on what to watch once I finish that because I think I might go back and well, I need to. Oh, I've also been watching season one of The Mandalorian again. Just been going back and watching a bit of that. Uh, But other than that, that's uh, pretty much it. I I think think you should rewatch either Always Sunny or Community. No, I can't. I can't. I got. I can't go through something that big again because I've just gone off the back of The Walking Dead. And I think what I watched <laughs> before I started watching The Walking Dead was always sunny in Philadelphia, so I can't... Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. Community no. then. Maybe maybe community, maybe. I don't know. Or do what I've been doing as well. I missed it off the list because it's not really that interesting, but I've watched like the entirety of Couples Come Dine with me on Netflix because Charlotte loves it. <laughs> and you're watching it as a couple, so you can get we are. So. Honestly, I get so frustrated with everyone on that show. They're all just dickheads <laughs> that's how you get on that show right no offense to yeah, anyone who's just, been on that just show just being but... an overly opinionated dickhead is how you get on that show <laughs> And then you'll get like one really sincere person the rest of them are just fucking slamming them yeah and then they don't end up winning because they're too nice and they give the dickhead with a shit meal the 10 points anyway anyway <laughs> anyway right news 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 stories news what's news What's new? Um, What's new? (laughs) What's news, (laughs) pussycat? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we've got our first look at Tom Holland on the set of Spider-Man. He's still wearing the costume from the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. Double mask. Uh, But he's double masking. He's like, he put it out on his Twitter and I think the statement was like, oh, I've got it right here. Wear a mask. I'm wearing two. So he's there in his costume doing like a superhero landing pose, but then he's got like a white COVID mask over the face as well. Yeah, yeah. he's got one of those serious business N95 masks, hasn't he? (laughs) He's got a 3M mask on. (laughs) uh yeah so that's that's what we know from the set of spider-man 3 we know that he'll be returning in the same costume i think that's something that i always look forward to when there's a new marvel film coming out is the new costumes are they going to update it are they going to keep it the same is he going to get a new one part way through the film i think once we start to find out more about where this film is going Uh, like the possible rumors of the multiverse and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh will we see him get a different suit to combat this or whether he'll go back to maybe the iron spider suit or something um that's something i'm always really interested in like the progression of obviously iron man's armors throughout but uh captain america's outfit changes throughout them have always like blown my mind as well i Mm -hmm. think that's one of the best costumes in the franchise yeah um so yeah that's all that we it's not a massive story, but <laughs> it was just a funny little post that he put on. But we got to talk about his costume. No, nope, um, no sightings of other Spider-Man. Not, not yet. No, no Spider-Man on set. No, uh, or Spider Woman mm. on set either. Um, not yet, not yet. But we're still holding out I hope. Um, next up, Jurassic World Dominion. So Jurassic World Three has wrapped production. Mm-hmm. Um, we. Called it a couple months ago when they started production. It seems like a fairly short production, but with Jurassic World, most of it's just CGI, so yeah. the amount of shots that they need to do in person isn't that massive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's finished production. What else have we got? This is one that it's it's not really a story, but we'll we'll talk about it. Um, the fact that scientists have discovered a new planet that sounds like Star Wars Mustafar. <laughs> it's it they found found a possible lava planet um sightings of half-burnt man <laughs> <laughs> an ancient mining civilization has been found on a distant planet this is where we find out that the star wars franchise has just been a documentary all along oh, we could only have uh, in fact no planet... would you actually want to live in the star wars world because there's a lot of really scary things that could kill you in the star wars world yeah, but it was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, so the chances that they get here are slim, and the chances that they're still alive to get here are even slimmer. That's... uh, You've, you've fought me with some serious logic. There. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, the Mustfar-esque planet has been classified as planet K2141B. That's oh, the um, trick there. We could have just done yeah. K2SO and been like... Ah, uh, that would have been go. good. Or like... M U five five four R or something like that. Yeah. So it's like Mustafa type thing. Yeah, yeah, not um, been good. Um, it was announced by CBS News. The new discovery is a scorching hot planet, hundreds of light years away, where oceans are made of molten lava, winds reach supersonic speeds, and rain makes rocks. Wow. That is terrifying. <laughs> that's, where you, that's where you're going to get sent to die, honestly. But is this not just like the first circle of hell? Is that what we discovered? <laughs> or is this like like the D&D plane of not Eberron? I can't remember the name of it now. i rumor ruined my joke by forgetting the name of it. One <laughs> what are, of what are the seven hells in fucking D&D. Because we're nerds. If you didn't establish right now, we're nerds. I mean, I don't know we D&D feel like well. They feel like um, one side of the planet reaches temperatures of over 5,400 degrees Fahrenheit. The rest of the planet is cloaked in a never-ending darkness, reaching frigid temperatures of negative 328 degrees Fahrenheit. Look, people, 2020 is bad enough. (laughs) This is what would have happened if Trump got in for a second term. (laughs) the ring of fire around the pacific would have exploded sending us into an eternal darkness and the like, planet would have suffocated through an ash cloud layer oh dear right? there we go. <laughs> anyway, anyway do you have anything to mention about this story i just thought it was weird and we got nothing yeah. else to talk about <laughs> yeah I, I completely agree um in other I've got news... one last bit okay, um, okay go, go on. ahead go on no No, no, you go on (laughs) so netflix is experimenting with a channel of scheduled programming okay so it's it's gonna have a block on its um this is the rumors out at the moment this is potentially what they're pushing forward is the fact that um so this was came direct from netflix to IndieWire um from the french department apparently um so, yeah, they're going to have. You know how you flick through the channels of like uh, new in US sitcoms, all that sort of stuff? Yeah. Uh, you can go between TVs, movies, kids' shows. I'm going to guess they're going to have one which is going to be like a traditional TV channel, which will be like scheduled programming. Uh, they'll probably dip the toe in with one, maybe like original. So it's like you'll have one episode of. I don't know, what's a fucking original? Ozark, then Ozark. Stranger Things, and then. Uh, The Witcher or something like that later on like after 9 o'clock you could have The Witcher or something Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to guess that might be how they would go about um, trialing it and then like leading on from that they could obviously make different channels for like different um, different genres maybe or like a film channel you know like Sky Movies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, because then on the themed channels you could have like okay this one's gonna play like stranger things like like for a few hours and then it'll go on to a different sci-fi property or something like that Mm -hmm. that's how i would see this going i think it's quite smart because then people might try out shows that they wouldn't normally watch Mm -hmm. also i don't know if they're gonna be able to do it with like um just netflix originals or whether they would do it with other shows that are on the platform because obviously they got licensing to show it but then broadcasting it would take it away from the channels that produce them as well so i don't don't know if they would have to pay extra to you know like rebroadcasting rights and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. i think it would be pretty cool that because like i said like people would be able to try new shows that they otherwise wouldn't do like Mm -hmm. the witcher is massive anyway we know that but like I know a lot of people that haven't watched The Witcher because fantasy stuff isn't really their bag. They won't watch, uh, excuse me, they won't watch Lord of the Rings or anything. But if they turn on the channel and The Witcher's on and they see like a really cool episode, then they'll be like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'll watch The Witcher." Yeah, definitely. Plus, I mean, I mean, would you have to have? Would this just exist on Freeview and you just wouldn't be able to do it on demand? Because would you then have to have a Netflix subscription in order to access this channel? Oh. oh no, I believe it's gonna happen on Netflix oh so okay. uh so that that would be another thing. Would they increase your Netflix subscription if they start bringing on like televised like live channels all the time? Mm. I don't think they could because people aren't really looking for that. people get it for the ease of accessibility they can watch whenever uh, whatever they want whenever they want, wouldn't they? yeah, for sure, but um. Yeah, so it sounds like it's going to be on the Netflix platform. It's just going to be a like a twenty four hour channel of programming. Interesting, cool. Uh, mm. What else have we got in terms of news? So, is that all your stories? Uh, that's everything that I've got. Yeah. Um, um, okay. So, first story I've got is kind of something probably you know. There's been a lot of stories this week, Chris. You know. There's been you know. There's been an election. Really? In, hadn't England. Really? I didn't noticed. England's got <laughs> didn't, into another didn't lockdown. Stay up not <laughs> Really? Didn't notice. Didn't stay up till 4 o'clock, like, watching the election and the British news cycle. Nope, didn't do it. In addition to all that news, you probably saw the um, thing between uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. That was televised quite heavily in the UK, because it did take place in an English court, didn't it, I believe? Um, yeah, because Johnny Depp was suing the son for libel for calling him a wife-beater. Yeah, uh, and basically the, the news story relevant to us off the back of this is that he's been asked to step down as Grindelwald in his role with Warner Brothers. Yeah, in the Fantastic Beasts franchise. Correct. Yeah, I did yeah. see this, but we hadn't really spoken about any of this, so I was like, I'll leave it for now. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I've never watched a Fantastic Beasts film because... To be honest, they don't seem that appealing to me. Like, I was done with Harry Potter after the films, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, or after the Harry Potter storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, they took one tiny short story from a, a little book and they made it into a fucking five films almost. Yeah, but like, um, uh, what does that remind you of? Mm, maybe The hobbit. <laughs> or... <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's not something that I'm like. Too bothered about. I think the main story in this is like the back and forth between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp is like the the main deal of this. Mm-hmm. Also, so we you saw this the other day and you said to me, when did Johnny Depp get cast as reverse flash in um, in the Flash movie? Yeah, that's something that's circulating the internet apparently, and it's on like IMDb and fucking Google and shit like that. But I yeah. don't think he has, and also. Warner Brothers' own DC, so if he gets fired off Harry Potter, would. if he is on The Flash, would he not get fired off that as well? Well, I mean, you'd, you'd assume so, but it is weird that he's appearing as Aobald Thorne in all the, uh, like like you said, Google, IMDb. Well, I don't think he's appearing in IMDb, actually. I think it's just Google. Right, okay. Um... So I don't know how... I don't know whether you can just go in and do that or not, but it has also yes. got Grant Gustin in here, so... Right, so it's just a mishmash of all the... Did you just type in The Flash or did you type in The Flash movie? I don't uh, know. The Flash 2022. Okay. Uh, who knows? Maybe <laughs> it's just the internet making bullshit up. Yeah, I think it... I think the biggest thing that has come out of this story is the fact that since, like... So it... From what I've seen... Johnny Depp lost the case suing the son for libel, mm-hmm. and since then Amber Heard has been brought back for reshoots for Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is a Warner Brothers property, mm-hmm. and he has been let go from his. Which, like, I, I'm, I'm not fully caught up on the entire situation between the two, but it seems like they were kind of both as bad as each other in that whole situation. They were both very much in the wrong on loads of different things. Yeah. And the fact that one person is getting treated better over the other just seems ridiculous. And the fact that one person's career is going down the pan while another one's like soaring seems really unfair as well. But I don't know the full situation. I wasn't there for any of the situations. I'm just going from what I've seen on the news. and I have not been keeping that up to date with it because it was just dragging me down too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. So I don't know if you can speak any more for it but it seems really shitty what's happening to Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean there's two sides to a story and as, as the public we don't exactly know really what's exactly. been happening inside that court case so it's probably not our place to say. Um but you know it's uh it's a real shitty situation for everybody involved and you know uh, from Amber Heard's side having to go through it and from Johnny Depp's side the you know the the results of it. You know, it's one of them. It's one of them. But we're here for movies, and yeah, just to let you know that he's not going to be Grindelwald anymore. So, aye, uh, he'll be an interesting. Oh, are, you, are you excited for the Fantastic Beast franchise? Uh, I've Does not I seen. You, haven't you the second seen two one? Of them? I haven't seen the second one. No, I've not seen the second oh, okay. one. Okay, I've only seen the first one, and it was fine. I don't, I don't really like Harry Potter. <laughs> to be honest with you, Chris. I'm not massively fine. into it. You're not a big pothead, now. <laughs> Some would sorry say, potterhead some would say i'm not a big Potterhead. no
1: <laughs> it's like the, i was i, was called sat watching heads, but
0: the... I just said pothead. The lord of the rings has been on tv and i was like no nah, this is my harry potter yeah, yeah yeah lord of the rings now that the dark knights are here one sunday i'm gonna cuddle up on the couch with my 15 disc blu-ray set <laughs> of lord of the rings and i'm gonna watch all three director's cuts very good <laughs> uh, it's definitely an autumn winter day that isn't it like dark nights and you just stay in yeah get the fire on get a nice drink get some snacks just absolute junk food and watch three lord of the rings films for 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh and my other little news story this week stems off the back of our main topic. Uh obviously at the end of the Mandalorian episode 1 season 2 said that the wrong way around, but you get what I mean. Um <laughs> we got a teaser at the end of it if you've not watched it already. Uh, skip ahead about five ten seconds. Uh, it's Boba Fett, everyone. It's Boba Fett. Is it the end of that? We assume. The Fett. Um So yeah. anyway, about said character, if you've skipped ahead, um, we can't mention his name anymore or her name. <laughs> but anyway, um, they will be getting their own Disney Plus mini series. Apparently, what? Uh, apparently, it's very, very. It's not hot news. It's a bit like a cold news right now. But is 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 this the world famous Bruce Loomers section, Bruce? <laughs> Is this a Roos Luma? Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a hot Roos uh, <laughs> Luma. that apparently there is going to be a mini series of said character and the article that I read said it was going to be filming as soon as next week. But I don't wow. know how much I believe that. Um, I think it's probably a steaming pile of Roos Lumen, to be honest with you. So it's not really new, pile so I don't know why Nicole I'm talking about called. it <laughs> <laughs> The call cut out then. I didn't hear what you said. You said a steaming hot pile of... Oh, a steaming hot pile of <laughs> Bruce Luma. I think it is. Oh, but, okay. uh, but we will see. We will see because the Mandalorian is something that is still happening. So we may see whether or not that I continues would or not. love to see that. But seasons. would it not just be the Mandalorian? Yes and no. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, uh, this is, a, this, yes is a, no. this is a topic for another time because we don't want to spoil it yet. You know for a fact though, if they made that series, Disney Plus would be the most subscribed streaming service in the world. Yes. <laughs> yes, it would. Like the Mandalorian was enough to get people on board. True. But imagine doing a series about that like it's gonna be the same level of excitement as the Obi Wan series when that finally comes out. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Mm. Anyway, all right, uh what what trailer trailers did you watch this week? Uh, I watched one trailer which you watched at the same time as me for Jiu Jitsu. (laughs) Steaming pile of Roos Luma, this film. (laughs) (laughs) No, this one is real. This one is confirmed. This is not just a loose rumor. (laughs) A Roos Luma. Right, um, go on then. Tell us all about jujitsu if you really have to. Jiu Jitsu. Okay, so what What did he say? Every six years or every 60 years, a comet passes over the Earth and it opens a portal to another realm where a jujitsu fighting ultra assassin jumps spaceman. through. Spaceman. spaceman. They call man. Him a yeah, space Spaceman. Yeah, they literally man. call him a spaceman. <laughs> comes through and he has to challenge the best jiu-jitsu artist on the planet. If not, he will kill everybody until he gets the fight. <laughs> and this, if you hadn't guessed already, has Nicolas Cage in it, because of course it fucking does. <laughs> now, literally... I saw this trailer, like, like I saw that there was a trailer for it like over a week ago, and I was like, nah. And then I found out Nicolas Cage was in it. I was like, huh. And then I found out, that it's got spaceman and it's a sci-fi jujitsu film i was like huh <laughs> i was not prepared for this trailer like it looks dog shit but it looks do you know what it looks like it looks like the best stuntman fight choreography show reel that you see on youtube is what it looks like like it's amazing to fight choreography and the people that are in it are quality yeah but jesus christ it looks low budget as fuck it looks <laughs> it just looks like why is this a thing Yeah, it's pretty dog, to be honest. (laughs) But I still kind of want to see it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the the guy, the enemy, the bad guy, the spaceman, reminds me a lot of that that person, that one from, uh, what was it called? That Netflix original? Um, what? <laughs> what was that Netflix original called where it's lost in space lost seen? in space yeah, okay. it yeah. kind of, yeah. it of, kind of reminded of me of the Atlantean soldiers from Aquaman ah uh, yeah a little bit with like the visors full of water and stuff like that <laughs> Yeah, it, it's daft really to it, lo- it looks like one of the 2017 Power Rangers yeah basically
1: um, um, but
0: the, some of the lines in that trailer from um Nicholas Cage what was it that you said uh, I can fly too and then it just cuts to a stunt double doing mad flips and shit <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one there's no honour in killing crazy like you fucking said it <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly one of those films that like one of those Z-list films that Nicolas Cage has to do every year to fund his fucking comic book collection and his dinosaur bone collection you know yeah, what I mean literally, literally. <laughs> his dinosaur bone so collection. so much yeah. debt <laughs> he is, he's in so much debt from buying fossils and suits and comic books and shit like that. And like comic book memorabilia and stuff. I think he owns one of, I think it was one of Christopher Reeve's Superman costumes. I might be bullshitting about that, but that's something that's in my head. Wow. Um, yeah. Incredible. Yep. <laughs> so. so he always does like a few like Z-list films like this every year. And this is just one of them. Oh, well, we I will definitely be watching this at some point. It might take like three years, but I'm definitely going to watch it at some point. At some point like, when we've got enough else better to watch, we will end up watching this. <laughs> we'll do a review of Jiu-Jitsu when it comes out. Very good. Uh, I think fuck me, cinemas are so closed. Uh, main topic? Yeah, main topic. Uh, before we talk about the main topic, do you want to chat a little bit about Borat 2? Yeah, let's do a little bit of Borat. Right, okay. okay, quick little Borat uh, He's nice. <laughs> <laughs> got—we you know finally had dickheads at parties. No longer did Borat impressions. We managed to get Borat out of our systems, I and then Borat have. Two comes out. Believe it or not, I have got notes on Borat Two from when we <laughs> talked about Halloween, and I've—I've I've got them right here in front of me. Okay, so like things that were just funny. So, did you enjoy this film? You know what? I I'd never actually I can't really remember the original Barat film. I definitely watched it, but this just felt so relevant, relevant topical. Yeah. It felt very very current. You know what I mean? I think uh, I think he started to do it And then, obviously, the coronavirus hit and the election was coming and stuff like that. I think it was just going to be, like, a political satire. And then the coronavirus hit and then it just became, like... He just rolled with the punches and then he pushed it through to keep it relevant and stuff. I think it was genius. Yeah, I think it became less of a story about Borat in America and more a story about political... Just a disaster that's going on in 2020 right now. And I kind of enjoyed that because, obviously, it felt relevant. And, uh a lot of the jokes were as crude as what you'd expect from barat but oh some about, of them were more yeah. crude yeah but they were like good they were like yeah there was things this... where they were like so current and so relevant that you were like that's hilarious because you just wouldn't have ex- you wouldn't have expected something to be that on the nose yeah i was i was just in stitches throughout it like i can't remember the, la- the last time i laughed that hard at a film yeah i mean like it starts off where he's like McDonald Trump <laughs> McDonald Trump and then there's like that monkey that gets eaten <laughs> and Johnny the monkey and the number one entertainer and greatest porn star in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> and then there's like the Jeffrey Epstein jokes are in there oh, straight away. Yeah. There's there's the May all your shits have antlers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just brutal i I loved the i loved the um disney film of melania trump as well oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) because 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 there's the the literal cartoon where he grabs her by the you know what i'm not saying that (laughs) word on the podcast but he lit the, the cartoon literally <laughs> and it's a full-on like the best recreation of a disney style animation that i've seen since the like the disney films were coming out oh, like God. since the end of like that era of disney films with like *Pocahontas* and mulan in the 90s like <laughs> and it's just like donald trump getting a half chub you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> and there's there's parts of this where i'm like you can't really tell a lot of it whether it's legit or whether it's fake like you know whether it's being acted or not because like he goes to town on some of these people there's like the bit where there's that plastic surgeon and that plastic (laughs) surgeon starts saying really suggestive stuff to his daughter and it's like is is this real is this what yeah, no. she says to him, it's just that, no, the, oh, the bit that got me in that though, she's like, Would you make ag- aggressive sexual movements to me? <laughs> like, it's like, she's basically asking people, Oh, would you please rape me? And I'm like, Oh my God, you can't say this. And then he's like, like Would he- you make aggressive uh, sexual movements towards me uh, if your dad wasn't here? Yeah, it's like, You just, I can't believe you said that. That's like Like a career-killing moment. There's a camera crew in there. That's a career-killing moment, that. It's just that guy does not work there anymore. You know what I loved as well? When they went to the women's health clinic... and he's basically saying that he's his he's her dad and he put a baby in her and all that sort of stuff and that guy was just like so straight faced about it all he did not seem phased, but he was just like preaching the gospel instead of just being like okay this is a situation it's a woman's body she can make her own choice he was like God's made his decision that you've knocked up your daughter. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. Look, what's happened has happened, right? I'm not judging you. I was just in stitches. The fact that he was just like trying his hard not to sweat about this incestual relationship in front of him, God. and the the context of it was the fact that she just ate a plastic baby as well. He would have bathed in oh. holy water after that, honestly. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, like there's uh, well, so there was just so much in this, like the whole bits where he's like in America and like people start recognizing him and like, oh my god, Borat! I'm like, is this actually, is that actually happening? You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, do you know so what I think it is? Tell. Because when it when it came out, people thought Borat was an actual person. The fact that he went to the premiere as Borat as well, like there were genuinely people out there who think that like Ali G and Borat. And stuff like that are real people. Yeah, you don't realize that it's actually Baron Cohen. It's the same way um, uh, Keith Lemon in the UK, the he- uh, host of Celebrity Juice. He's not Keith Lemon. That's an actor. Like he does that every day. It's the guy that did Bo Selector. Yeah, that like, that uh, that was an eye-opening moment for me because I was one of those people that didn't realize that that was an actor. You know what I mean? I think I think we were when we were like fourteen. Like, yeah, you don't realize until you are like. But the fact that he just lives day in day out as Keith Lemon now. Like, that's taking, like, method acting to the next level. Fucking Daniel Day-Lewis, eat your heart out. You know what I mean? Try being (laughs) Keith Lemon for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, so I I think those bits were real where, like, people were like, I'll give you a dollar for, like, for an autograph and stuff like that. Um... Because I I was thinking, I was like, you can't get away with doing a Borat series anymore. No, like, can't. because everybody knows it. Well, I mean you like, say like everybody that. knows what <laughs> Sacha Baron is doing. Well, that's the thing because he was Borat in disguise. I loved the bit when he was singing at that fucking Trump rally, that Republican rally. And like the shit he was making people sing along to, and they were happily singing along to, comparing themselves to fucking Nazis and shit like that. Well, and they... he was he was playing a Kazakhstan person doing an impression of an American person. Yeah, like, well, it's funny that the that, layers of that that accent blew my mind. That actual scene, that Sasha Baron Cohen shared. Uh, I think it was on his Instagram. Showed what actually happened when they did that, and. The bit where he runs off the stage isn't because they found his daughter. It's because a guy in the crowd has like a megaphone and starts like screaming at him and starts like (laughs) hurling abuse at him. And they invade his trailer. He like runs back to the trailer and it shows a video of him holding the door shut as people are trying to get in. Oh my God. And he's like, right, we need to go. We need to go. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. Like,. A lot of moments in this film, like there was the there was that bit. There's obviously the Mike Pence uh, talk where that Michael was Penis. that actual happened. That actually happened. Yeah. He actually went to that CPAC speech, dressed up as Donald Trump, snuck in. They put the prosthetics on inside of the like the toilet like they did, and. He actually did that. If you type it in on, um, I think I found it on newsweek.com, you can see like someone else's perspective of what's going on. And you can see the security just like escort him out like almost straight yeah. away. Well, he, he did the other show. I can't remember what it was called. Like it wasn't This Is America, but it was something like that. Um, he did that last year where he was interviewing American politicians and stuff like that and basically pranking them like that and like wearing different disguises and stuff. And for that, like, he would have to, like, have escape routes out of buildings and stuff like that. And he would have, like, a safe room that was separate from where the interview was happening so that when, like, the Secret Service would come storming in and stuff like that, he was able to escape to. So that he wasn't just taken out by the fucking Secret Service and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, he, he would have to, like, get to the room, wait until the corridor was clear, run to, a, like, a fire exit, escape down a building into a car that was waiting for him and stuff like that. Like, the lengths he's going to to make these fucking political statements are mind boggling. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and obviously, there's a few more bits and bobs to do with this film that are quite topical and quite controversial that I think we're probably going to stay away from seeing as we're a. Uh, movie that, film and tv um, podcaster rudy giuliani bit because i know there's yeah. there's a lot of people who are kind of on the fence with what is actually happening there um you know what he's Make- i think he's definitely just messing with his microphone and stuff like that but it looks so incriminating like the context that it's put in yeah but the fact that Rudy really giuliani has been pranked so he's fallen for it so many times from sasha barren Cohen because he did it on his other show as well and now he's the one making fucking press conferences every day saying that the fucking election's rigged. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is just, like, you wonder how some people are real. You know what I mean? Yeah. How you are in your own sort of fucking bubble so much. Like, he's such a fucking weirdo. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. anyway 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 we we talk about the mandalorian let's talk about the mandalorian season two of the mandalorian can you remember chapter 10 what the episode was called because i've totally forgot chris um the passenger uh the passenger i think you might be right Yes, the passenger. Yes. Correct. Well remembered. We're gonna talk Thank about you. the passenger. All, I'll be here all all episodes. All spoilers for Mandalorian chapter ten, right ahead, full steam ahead into the spoiler territory, because what are you doing if you're not watching The Mandalorian over the weekend? You should be watching The Mandalorian over the weekend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this episode gave me major alien vibes. Yeah. This was the episode that Peyton Reed um directed. Yeah. Who did, yeah, and yeah. Man. Um so yeah major alien vibes like trapped in a ship like sort of like sci-fi horror-esque almost like when those creatures uh, like the spider creatures are coming after him i was like whoa like mm. they were like genuinely creepy things yeah, um, yeah so these ice cave spiders as well i want to quickly mention them we've seen versions of them before but they were different creatures so you got the uh Krakna? something like K K R Y K N A, yeah kraken Kraken. Um, we Frost saw them in spiders. Rebels, didn't we? Yeah. Um, but these ones are closer resembled from the Ralph McQuarrie concept art for Empire Strikes Back. They were going to be on Dagobah. Um, how they had like the funnel mouths and stuff like that. So they were just known in Star Wars well, fan fiction as knobbly white spiders. Interestingly enough, the, I think in the... Uh, they're actually in Knights of the Old Republic, these spiders. Um, yeah. So when you're saying that they're on... Did you say Dantooine then? Or did uh, you say? No, I, I said the concept art was for Dagobah. They were going to be on Dagobah in um, episode 5. Um, so I'm pretty certain these spiders are very similar to the Kinrath in Knights of the Old Republic. Um, basically, they live in caves where they have the... Um, the... the fact that you were just able to pull out the name kinraff uh the... they basically in the force crystal caves so the yeah. um yeah the they basically live in there and it's a very very yeah. similar kind of vibe so um but I yeah, don't well, know whether it's the um, exact same so we've got a statement from phil Svash... Svastak. Okay. svastuck Stack. yep very um, good who is creative art manager at Lucasfilm. So he's the one doing like the concept art and stuff like that for the Mandalorian and doing art for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said this is like an entirely new creature but all these different um, Spider-Man... Uh, Spider-Creatures Spider-Man... <laughs> Spider-Creatures are all inspired by the original Ralph Macquarie artwork. Um, which I, I can send you. The... you can send I've you seen it, what? yeah. I've seen yeah. it, yeah. What... Um, like... It was so refreshing though seeing this on live action because you know that Ralph McQuarrie artwork how it's like spitting the eggs out of its mouth and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've actually got an action figure of that from when I was a kid. So like I wanted to get into, there was a tabletop game called Star Wars Miniatures and they did a Force Unleashed um, expansion for it and you fight these creatures in the Force Unleashed um, so I've got a weird little knobbly spider-like figure, like shooting the eggs out of its mouth and stuff. Oh, so it's it just crazy. cool to see it in live action for a change. Um, I like how we're getting all these big, massive creatures and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because we had the great dragon last week. We've got this this week. We've had um, in Mandalorian season one. You've got the um, the one that lives like the the weird sea. Tusk. The Razorback. Uh, not the Razorback. No, the, you're thinking of the... That's the name of the ship. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking um, of his, uh, his sig- sig- uh, symbol. Yeah, um, I can't think of what it's called. I heard it earlier. Um, the Mudhorn. Mudhorn, there you go. Yeah, you've got the Mudhorn. And then in the very, very first episode, you've got that. I can't think of what it's called. Like a... Um, what they call the, the thing big... under the ice that's breaking through yeah, the ice? Yeah, what's the actual the real like the actual real animal called? The not a sea lion, but like a, a narwhal. Big... No, the not thorn. a narwhal. It's like a big, <laughs> it's like a big fluffy sea lion with big tusks. A no, no, oh, um, uh, walrus. Yeah, like a big walrus thing comes out <laughs> of the ice and... as soon as you said with tusks. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of what it was called. So, yeah, a big, uh, big walrus thing comes out of the war. I love yeah. I, I love that. I love all these big creatures and stuff we're getting. Really so kind this of... episode... Yeah, go on. No, no, go on. Carry on. Um, I was going to say, so calling back to season one as well, this episode has a massive callback. So obviously he goes to see the engineer on Tatooine again. Um, and the di- uh, the cantina that she's in is the one that we saw in season one. So it had that had the robot bartender voiced by Mark Hamill, who doesn't appear in this episode, but the Ant Man, Doctor uh, Mandibles as she calls him, yeah. uh, is seen in that episode in the background. Um he's at the bar when Mando's talking to the barmaid. Yeah. Uh bar, barmaid, the fucking the barman fucking robot thing. Sorry to interrupt, is. I apologize if people can hear yeah. knocking. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> 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 i was thinking that i was like is somebody trying to get someone's attention <laughs> no you're all right carry on um uh dr. Bah, 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 bah. yeah dr manables also i like the fact that he was a bigger part of this episode he is a giant ant, and, and like you said peyton reed did ant man mm-hmm So he's like the giant ant from Ant-Man 2 that plays the drunkard and stuff like that. I thought that was a nice little callback. Also, so the little lizard frog lady that Mando is transporting is in that Season 1 episode as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize. So they're they're all... uh, Because it's like in the short space of time, Season 1 and stuff, isn't it? So it seems like they're just hanging around in that area and they know uh, the engineer... um, and like that's how they all come about to join each other. What did you think of like the whole passenger frog lady like having to get a spawn to um, another planet? I thought there was going to be a bit more to something where Bo- baby Yoda was eating and eating the spawn. I thought more was going to come of that apart from him being like um <laughs> just eating it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought well, like I thought cuz he was using the force on them and he was clearly quite interested in them. I thought maybe they were going to turn out to be fake or something like that and that was going to be the twist. Well, so a lot of people are sort of theorizing online that maybe he's not eating them to just like eat them. Maybe he's like consuming them to like keep them inside of him, you know, keep them safe, like how she wanted to do, like how they needed to be warm and stuff like that. Yeah. Like a lot of people are theorizing that maybe because, because like you said, is it him using the force or are they just sort of like attracted to him through the glass Mm. when they start to move towards him? And how he keeps doing it even though he's told no and he's getting fed enough and stuff like that, like the Mandalorian says. Like, he doesn't really need to eat these things, and the fact that he doesn't chew on them like he does with the spider. You notice with the spider when he eats that, like, he's proper munching it and tearing it apart and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with the eggs, he's literally just putting them in his mouth and swallowing them whole. And he does it in front of the mum at the end as well. Like, I know it's sort of like he's almost hidden by the Mando's body, but she definitely knows that he did it like yeah for sure so it's like she seems kind of okay with it she's not kicking off about her kids being eaten is she (laughs) no no well it's um Mm. yeah i thought i just thought there was going to be more to that bit Um, But she is also the one that we saw in the trailer you know when we're on the water planet mm -hmm. so a lot of us thought that might be moncala because we've got uh, the squid like creatures and got some mon calamari on there oh yeah true um But we found out it's a different planet. I can't remember the name of it. But we see a smaller one with the backpack on its back, which I'm going to assume now is the female frog lady that he was transporting. And we saw an older one. We thought it might have been like a mother and daughter that he was helping transport or something. Yeah. Um. But I'm assuming that's going to be her husband. That's going to be the male species is taller and bigger, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting, like, that we found out, like, through this, we found out a lot of things about the trailer that we were trying to guess, like, is this Moncala? Who are these creatures with the glowing backpack and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, little things are starting to unfold now. and am starting to piece together a thing in our heads. Also, this wasn't Ilum like a lot of us were predicting. Yeah, I did have a feeling that it could have been. Uh, before we talk about that, we did get the reintroduction of Dave Filoni as uh, Wolf which is a nice little nod to him being obsessed with Wolves because of Rebels, because of Ahsoka Tano, and all that kind of business. Yeah. That was cool. So cool. It's good to have him in, like, just giving him the thanks. Yeah, for sure. And, um... Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, I, th- I thought it was going to be Ilum because I thought when they were starting to go looking around, then it was clear that they weren't going to be getting off the planet anytime soon. The next thing I thought we would have seen was like when he was going into that those caves that they would have found like crystals or something or like something from Fallen Order because you start to see all those little things start to get pieced together now. Like, you'll see. Like little little nods to stuff, how we're getting nods to Boba Fett being back. I thought, oh, yeah. do a little nod to Illum because of Fallen Order. That'd be cool. I mean, yeah, and w- yeah. A lot of us thought that it might tie into Ahsoka Tano as well. How she is protecting, uh, and like maybe this was how it was gonna link to maybe Fallen Order because there was rumors of there was loose rumors um, <laughs> of maybe um, what's his name Caden Jarris? Was it no Caden Jarrus is Kanan Jarrus is um, the blind. From Rebels. From Rebels, yeah. yeah. Uh, What's what's the guy from Fallen Order called? Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis. Um, Rumors that maybe he could be appearing in a show sometime soon, and he's now trying to protect the next generation of Jedi as well. So a lot of us thought maybe they were doing that on Illum because it is such an important place to the Jedi where, like you said, they get the kyber crystals from. Mm Mm-hmm. So, maybe we still see Ilum down the line because I think there might be a bit more ice footage from the trailer that we've not seen. I'm not entirely sure on that. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you've got. There's a lot of stuff from the trailer that we've not seen yet. We've not seen the. Um, where he's on the boat. Not seen that. Uh, uh, we're going to assume at this point that's going to be the next episode while he's still got the passenger and stuff like that. Yeah. So, that could. Next episode could see the introduction of. Um, uh Sabine Ren. okay that would be cool um and they're uh, so looking for more mandalorians they have information on finding more mandalorians yeah. don't they so yeah um from the trailer we know that that is on like that ship dock that um we see what we think might be Sabine in the shadows and also he was given the hint by Dr Mandable's that mandalorians were on that planet that's why he was going there and then he got the tag along of the frog lady mm. so i reckon next episode is gonna like kick into gear like the major three pot uh three plot for the rest of the season yeah it's um mm. it's it's certainly racking up to be an interesting i liked how we got a bit of a breather story-wise to this because it was, I felt like there was so much in that first episode between the boba reveal, between the crate dragon, you know, between yeah, all that. Was, it was very plot heavy. The first episode, wasn't it? Whereas this one was a bit more sort of like this is just a small like bottle episode, almost, wasn't it? Yeah, it was almost like a nice change of pace. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, no, really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, also, I liked the beginning, like the bit at the beginning. Where he basically gets held up um, by those outlaws. <laughs> oh and he yeah, tricks him yeah, with the jetpack. Yeah, 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 that that whole thing where he he chucks the jetpack up in the air and then it falls down and get yeah, that was good. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and also the little one that holds Baby Yoda hostage and that is the same race that screams at Ray at the beginning of Episode Seven. You know when she's cleaning the junk and stuff. It is. It is. I thought I recognized mm. it. Yeah. We love our little callbacks to the wider universe. This is turning into like sort of like a little Easter egg hunt. Uh, this podcast, <laughs> this this it's whole like uh, bloody TV show is a big Easter egg hunt, really, isn't it? it it's a big frog lady egg hunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that oh, that's funny. something that I watched the other day. I can't remember if I talked about it on the last podcast. I watched Ready Player One. Oh, you rewatched Ready Player One? Do you know what? It's a good film. It is like it. It's not amazing, and it is like heavily just like nostalgia jacking off you know what I mean but it's a fucking good film you know our friend Lawrence um, from the get Re- get real gaming podcast loves ready player one yeah so I haven't read all of the book yet I think I got like five chapters into it or something like that mm-hmm. um the the book seems better and it seems a bit more earnest um it's a joke because it's also written by Ernest Klein. <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah, I think the the film wasn't a hundred percent there in terms of like the book and stuff like that. But it's a fucking good film, you know, but, mm-hmm. like I don't think it deserved to be as slated as it was. And it's fun like finding all the Easter eggs in it. Like yeah. the hunting for Easter eggs in the film, but also the Easter eggs of all the different game characters and stuff. I was like, ha I noticed a lot more second time around anyway. Anyway, back to the end of The Mandalorian. It's funny where there's a lot where if you hit subtitles on um, which I found that I had to a couple of times during this. Um, you, It says that she speaks frog and makes frog noises and stuff <laughs> like that. So it's quite on the nose and stuff like that. See, I thought to begin with, she looked more like a gecko. Yeah. She looked like a really gecko-shaped head, but I know there are also like forest frogs and stuff like that which have that sort of head, so I was like, oh, yeah. And then when she does the frog jump at the end when they're running away. Like, yeah. I thought that was, like, really funny how she goes from, like, running like a human. She's like, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> like, frog running. What did you think about the whole Rebels saving them at the end? Like, how he basically just basic Like, they save him, and then they're like, ah, you should get that transponder fixed. And then he was like... And then he came back with a really witty comment, and then they just, like, flew off and didn't help him. <laughs> oh, he was but, like, yeah. yeah, you can pick up that hy- hy- uh, hydro spanner or whatever, and... um and help me weld my ship together if you want as well. And then they just get back in and fly off. It's like yeah, yeah. They like they were clearly like just doing the duty. Like they should really bring this in, uh, guy in because he's got an arrest warrant for murder and kidnapping and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but they're like, oh, you did save one of our own. Like for us in a previous episode, like on when they have the breakout episode from the jail and, season mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they call into question all this stuff, so, like, okay, we'll let you off this one time type thing. Like, we'll, we'll let you escape type thing, but we're not going to help you. Like, us leaving you alive is us helping you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or uh, us not arresting you is us helping you. You know what we forgot to talk about at the beginning of this episode? What? We forgot to talk about the new Lego Star Wars Holiday Special trailer. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, that's why. Uh, should we talk about it next week? Uh, should I watch it right now? No, we'll talk about it next week because we're oh, at the okay. end. We're, we're in the wrong section anyway, so we'll talk about it next Okay, week. Um, it's just came up on a feed, and I was uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. We'll talk about I it. I saw it, and I completely forgot about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, I think that kind of wraps us up. I think I don't think I've got anything else to talk about with, uh, with uh, um, this. don't think so. Uh, I can't think so. Um, yeah, we kind of spoke about where it might leave us for the next episode, so yeah, I think we're done with that. wasn't a whole lot to talk about in this episode it was just cool little tie backs to like deep lore in the universe which was two fucking sweaty nerds would love yeah literally right also the action and the cgi in this was just spot on yeah exactly (laughs) i think the mandalorian just sets a staple now i think that whole i think uh... it just it just looks so much better this season yeah i don't know what it is i think they've also gone to the to the like letterbox aspect ratio for most of it as well Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm Yeah, because it was interesting how it switched aspect ratios in season, sorry, episode one as well for this season. But anyway, that wraps us up, Chris. Uh, Let us know what you thought of The Mandalorian. Are you watching it with us? Have we become a Mandalorian podcast? The answer is probably yes. (laughs) <laughs> because nothing else is happening right now uh, make sure you check us out facebook twitter instagram at get real pod uh you can email us at get real pod uk and uh, don't forget to check out our sister podcast get real gaming those guys are killing it they're on their fourth episode coming up after this one um and yeah really good really good if you're into all your gaming and things like that uh, they are a lot more knowledgeable about it than what we are so that's why they do get the Get Real podcast. anyway chris uh how can people support the podcast us and get real gaming the best way to support either podcast is to share us around to as many people as you can, but also leave us a rate and review on whichever podcast network you listen to us on, uh, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything like that. Best place for us, though, is if you go to Podchaser and you leave a rate and review on that, it'll syndicate it to all the other different platforms like iHeartRadio and like all the other like distant ones that we, we post to, um, so... If you could leave us a rate and review, that would be amazing. That gets us also up the charts as well, so more people will discover us. But like I said, share us out on Instagram. Put us on your Instagram story. When So we share a post on Instagram every time an episode goes live. Don't know if you follow us on Instagram yet. Get Real Pod UK. Um, Get Real Pod on Insta. Um, follow us on there. And then literally, it's just like a little like paper airplane just click that and you can share it to your story it's, it's one click that's all you have to do it and more people hear about us it's the best thing you can do to support us which means we can keep growing we can keep getting better we can keep bringing this podcast to your lovely moist ear holes <laughs> that, that, that made <laughs> like me feel the frog uneasy. lady from the mandalorian that, she had very moist <laughs> looking ear spheres. <laughs> that made me feel a little bit uneasy <laughs> that's a callback to another podcast that i used to listen to as well shout out to sam basher okay very good right uh take care stay safe everyone and we'll see you next week bye Bye oh, bye now